we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for July 3rd 2023 um, just a ton to cover today we'll see how far uh, I can get here uh, what I'd like to do is to reinstitute the prayers at the beginning and um, I mean I just feel like this is something that I'm doing anyway and it's better that I think we all pray together regarding coming into agreement regarding these types of things the problem I was running into is the current event prayer that I had was getting so gigantic that it was almost not practical to pray within a a given teaching because it was just you know it was over 10 minutes long um, and that's if I'm praying it fairly quickly so what I've done is split it I've split it into two parts and I went back and I revamped it again I'm always trying to because current events change and things you know change current events that type of thing so I've split it in two and um, I feel like it's more manageable now and then what I'm doing is I've got part one of it which we'll be praying today and then I think then the strategic warfare prayer and then we'll go to part two after that and again you can always pray these whenever you you know feel led uh, at home but I also think it, it is important for you know from a collective standpoint to be praying these together so I'll go ahead and open us up in the updated group prayer list of current event prayer points part one and then we'll get right into the study Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for you to expose and destroy the Great Reset Agenda worldwide designed to bring in the New World Order and for your divine intervention regarding the conflict in Ukraine. Please protect the Christians, the innocent, and the righteous in the Ukraine and the surrounding areas, and may this conflict be used to bring forth your truth and righteousness. We pray that every evil plan and scheme of evil be exposed and destroyed regarding this war. And for God to expose and destroy the pandemic vaccine agenda worldwide with all of its big brother aspects like DNA defiling, graphene oxide filled, parasite ridden, nanotech laden vaccinations from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, BioNTech, AstraZeneca and others. And for the stoppage of all digital health passports and for God's judgment and instruction to be upon the vaccine and medical cartels perpetuating this evil and for them to be exposed and destroyed and for God to thwart any deep state false flag attacks in order to blame anti-vaxxers, Christians and gun owners. We pray for the destruction of CERN and all the other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide and the destruction of all D-wave quantum computers and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and all witchcraft taking place in the universe have opened and then all dark matter that they have created for it to be destroyed. We pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil American political administration and all evil political administrations worldwide and for the fear of God to be upon both Democrats and Republicans and if they will not repent of their wickedness that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and that they would turn on each other and devour one another and against every high every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness for the destruction of the Chinese CCP plans for taking over America, Mexico, Canada, and elsewhere, for the eradication of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, for the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit the Earth, for God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in the U.S. and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide, 
for the stoppage of all UN troops already in America and elsewhere. Regarding the body of Christ, we pray for strength, endurance, courage, guidance, favor, divine providence, and foreknowledge, and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day, and for the de defense, protection, and victory of all Christians worldwide, especially the persecuted, and all the targeted individuals or TIs worldwide. For God to reveal any unconfessed sin, iniquity, trespasses, and transgressions to his Christians that need to be repented of, and any ungodly agreements that we have made with this world. For God's will to be done in all Christian churches, whether in buildings, online, or otherwise, that are in bondage to the spirit of witchcraft, and for God to expose and remove all witches and ministers of Satan masquerading as angels of light in them, and to break the power of all witchcraft over these churches in the name of Jesus, and to loose the spirits of truth and discernment on the deceived Christians worldwide, and for them to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth, and to deliver his Christians from the spirit of witchcraft and from following a false light. We pray, as you instructed in Luke 10.2, that the Lord of the harvest, that he would send laborers, send forth laborers into the harvest. We pray according to Psalm 19.12-14, through 14, for the Lord to cleanse us from secret faults and keep us from presumptuous sins, that they would not have dominion over us. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. For all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all the freedoms being taken away for the destruction of the 501c3 FEMA clergy response teams being activated in America to, to betray and destroy the Christians that they would be exposed. We pray against the slaughter of Christians worldwide and we loose legions of angels regarding all these prayer points to accomplish your will and we bind up every devil, demon, evil entity or fallen angel that would try to hinder these petitions or angels and command them to go where Jesus Christ tells them to go and command that none can come to take their place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Okay, so I, I also shifted some things around. Um, again, what so what I what I do on these is I don't post all the warfare prayers at once because it would take up a very large space in the table of contents on a given PDF. So I just post the one that I'm praying for that in that PDF for that teaching. Okay, so um, this is the new format. And this is the first one that I'll be posting the part one, and you can print that off, and, and you know if you want, keep it in your Bible or that type of thing. All right, so let's go further here. First report: U.S. Senate, you have six months to show your alien UFO evidence, or else. That's what the U.S. Senate is complaining is proclaiming is the u.s government about to show its cards and offer full disclosure about the ufos now we've been talking about this for i don't know over 15 years or a very very long time long long time ago started doing studies on this um i just saw that in the main for the most part i was never in a church ever whether it be <laughs> lutheran middle school catholic high school uh, Pentecostal, Charismatic, Baptist, Independent Fundamentalist Baptist, non-501c3, non-incorporated, King James only, Baptist. I was, I've never been in a church that I can ever remember where this topic was ever even broached. Other than to say maybe your tinfoil hat wearing, whatever. I, I'm just a big believer that this is going to be part of the strong delusion that 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 talks about. 
and that we need to be prepared to give an answer you know to those that are caught flat-footed particularly other christians particularly maybe other people that might be looking at you as a christian and say well what do you think about this big guy <laughs> when this stuff starts to happen about you know disclosure they've been preparing us and prepping us for this you can go all the way back to when they started showing ufo movies in the 50s or whatever you know all the sci-fi movies that was that's all been leading up to disclosure at some point hollywood has a ton invested the government has a ton invested there's so many shows so many things out there and so now we have uh this report i'm going to go ahead and play this and doing a lot of commentary along the way because the, the man that they're highlighting here, Michael Salia, who you've heard me talk quite a bit about, he is on the absolute total spear tip of the disclosure movement. And there are a lot of people in alternative media that are having him on their show now. This has been a very recent aberration. We're talking the last year or so. Uh pretty sure he's been on mike adams now he's on this redacted show which redacted they have some really good information that you can glean from the the husband and wife team that you'll hear here um but they're i don't think they're christians at all i'd get no sense of that whatsoever they've got a lot they've got two point they've got over two million subscribers this is for alternative media okay on youtube and this guy on Redacted, this Clayton Morris, he has had this Michael Salia guy on, I mean, a ton in like the last month, three or four shows just with him on there. And you have to understand this Michael Salia guy is, the, is on the absolute total spear tip of when disclosure goes down. He is one of the main disinformation agents that are going to come to you and to humanity and say i told you so i've been saying this all along i am an expert in what they call exopolitics he's got his site is exopolitics i think dot org or something like that which stands for extraterrestrial politics and he is a deceiving devil okay michael salia he's godless but yet there are Christians interviewing him now. And they're not really challenging him or the alternative media. They're not really challenging what his worldview is at all. They're letting him just spew his lies. Now, I'm not saying what he's saying might not come to pass regarding disclosure, but it's from a from but his version of it is a lie. And from a biblical standpoint i mean he could care less about the bible he's literally an agent of satan this guy michael salia so this is the lens that i look at this through when i see somebody like him so i'm i'm just seeing more and more people in alternative media having this michael salia who i've played many many clips of but i'm playing them for you so and commenting so that you can see the clear lies and deception that he is spewing and that is coming. Because they haven't devoted all this energy, time, and money to this. Whoever you want to refer that to, the Illuminati or the powers that be or whatever, for nothing to come to pass. 
And here now we have Redacted, and this has like been their main guy they've been interviewing as of late. So let's go ahead and just listen to this, uh, some of this, and, and you know, hear what they have to say. Some huge developments out of the United States Senate, where U.S. Senators appear to be moving forward on getting answers about UFOs and UAPs with a major new bill and huge developments. We wanted to bring in Dr. Michael Sala. I think UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, possibly. Uh, one of the world's foremost experts on these government secret programs and UFOs. He writes at Exopol. Now, what you're not going to hear here is all of Michael Salia's freak, weird, satanic New Age beliefs. Okay? You're only going to hear the sanitized version of Michael Salia. This is, this is like the camel getting, the satanic camel getting his head in the tent. Um... For somebody in alternative media, or even a Christian, he can go on their show and kind of play the game and not get step on too many toes or get too offensive because you're you're not understanding where he says this is all going to go. You're you're not going to comprehend his worldview. He's subtle. In that regard, just like Satan was in the Garden of Eden, the most subtle beast of the field. Michael Sawyer is very much like that. So, um, obviously, I, I have a very different view of this man than this guy, Clayton Morris from Redacted, does. Politics.org. Doctor, welcome back to the show. Good to see you. Thank you, Clayton. So, this bill is pretty big. Big developments with this provision of the 2000... Senate bill... 2103 of um, June 22nd, 2023. They're, they're right off the, dove got do, uh, the .gov government website. They're showing the bill. For uh, Intelligence Authorization Act, what did the Senate bill, this new bill from Marco Rubio and Kirsten Gillibrand, what does it say? What does it demand? Well, it uh, sets out the parameters by which... Uh, corporations and individuals working in special access programs uh, are going to be allowed to get funding for their, for their participation in those programs as long as they report what concerns uh, UAPs, UFOs, anything involving non-Earth technologies, that they are obliged to report that now to the uh, Arrow Office, that's the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, and in particular to Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. So now all SAPs that are dealing with any kind of recovered technologies, any kind of uh, uh, exotic craft that are being recovered, that these are now obliged to be reported to the um, Arrow office. And if people don't do it, if corporations don't participate in this disclosure, then they're liable to lose their funding. This is a massive development. I wonder how much teeth it actually has, though. So you've reported your great book on Antarctica, which I just finished reading. Of course, you talk about the deep connections with AT&T and, and Raytheon down in Antarctica involved in these special access programs. Do you expect that we're going to hear from Raytheon coming forward and saying, yep, well, we have these crashed UFOs. We've been reverse engineering them for years. We hope that you'll keep funding us. Like, are they going to be able to skirt around this? 
no, I don't think so. I, I think this uh, this bill has real teeth to it, and it really marks a tremendous uh, transition for the U.S. Congress, which has been pretty silent on these uh, uh, UFO issues for decades. I mean, back in two thousand and one. Uh, 2002, I was hearing stories about congressmen being threatened if they dared to pursue anything related to UFOs and extraterrestrial life. And so uh, congressmen were interested. There were quite a number of them. And uh, they were threatened and uh, they went silent on this issue. But now uh, we're seeing the reverse, which is you know quite a significant shift because the, the Achilles heel of this world of covert special access programs is Congress and Inspector Generals for the different departments. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are in terms of the hierarchy. You can be a four-star general, or you can be the president himself. And, and if you go to one of these projects and say, I want to know what's going on in there, you know, you're denied access. You know, we have examples of that occurring. But now with this new legislation, uh, they these corporations are obliged to report to this uh, new... Uh, committee or this new office set up under Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, who in turn has to give regular reports to Congress on what he's finding. So, you know, this is quite a tremendous uh, turnaround because now for the first time, uh, these projects, uh, special access programs or controlled access programs, they are now on notice that uh, there's a certain timetable that they have to pursue if they want to stay on the right side of Congress and get whatever funding uh, they require for their participation in these kinds of projects. So they'll have to come forward and disclose UFOs, particularly UAPs, their involvement in the reverse engineering programs of these craft. But also, will they have to expose how much money they've received from U.S. taxpayers off the books? Because, you know, just go back to Donald Rumsfeld in early two, you know, 2000s saying, you know, then Secretary of Defense admitting uh, there's about $2.3 trillion that we don't know where it goes. We have no idea where this money goes. And he's part of the Pentagon. Where is this money flowing? Will they have to come forward and say, yes, we've been receiving hundreds of billions of dollars off the books for the past 20 years in these programs? And, and by the way, Congress, you're not on a need-to-know basis. So you weren't even made aware of any of this. Right. Well, there's actually two ways in which these um, uh, covert programs are funded. One is through what is regarded as kind of like the official black budget, which is uh, these um, uh, line items in the uh, Department of Defense uh, uh, budget, which refer to kind of like these vacuous non-existent programs, but the funding for that goes to the intelligence community. And so when you add these all together, in any particular year, uh, you see that the intelligence community gets roughly somewhere between 70 to $80 billion a year. So, so that's about as much as the intelligence community uh, acknowledges uh, yeah. over how much it is funded, yeah. uh, which is you know, there are- There's a lot of your, your tax dollars at work there just goes into these black budgets and disappears and, you know, Pentagon, oh, we have how many trillions missing? Well, you know, they're not accountable though. But you you have to be accountable for every little tiny dime you pay to the three-letter devil, which not one cent of it goes to funding this country. And, and Reagan determined that with the Grace Commission way back in the 80s. Not one dime goes to funding what you think, I'm a good taxpayer. Well, <laughs> 
that money you're paying into it is going toward evil. Um, or at bare minimum, just being absorbed on the federal debt. That's it. It's not going to run in this country one bit. And again, the Grace Commission, the Blue Ribbon Commission that Reagan authorized during the 80s, and I'm not giving Ronald Reagan some blanket endorsement, they determined that way back then. I've talked about that many times. Different uh, intelligence uh, agencies and departments within the U.S. bureaucracy. But there's also an illegal black budget, which is uh, money that is ra- that is raised off the books you know, through things like pump and dump economics on Wall Street, through the drug trade, um, through kind of any kind of illicit uh, shakedown of uh, uh, you know, organized crime, uh, that there are different ways in which uh, government agencies such as the CIA can raise the money off the books to fund these uh, unacknowledged special access programs. So estimates of that go as high as a trillion dollars, which which dwarfs the $80 billion that uh, Congress believes that the intelligence community is getting. If this illegal black budget exists, which I believe it does, you know, we're talking over a trillion dollars, which is even more than the Pentagon. So all of that money is siphoned off through the Pentagon, and we know that through auditing reports, that there's a massive amount of money moving through the Pentagon that can't be tracked uh, accurately through any auditing process. But we know that these that funding ends up in the hands of these program managers for special access programs dealing with uh, the study and uh, the reverse engineering of these captured extraterrestrial technologies. And so by Congress now authorizing this Intelligence Authorization Act for uh, 2024, what they're doing is they're putting on notice all of these special access programs saying, well, you you need to report what you're doing to Dr. Kirkpatrick and the Arrow office. Otherwise, whatever funding you're getting, we're going to block it. Mm. Now, we know that these many members of Congress, of course, are deep in the pockets of the military-industrial complex, right? So this was... I'm going to pause it right here for a second. Now, again, if you were just hearing this off the street, you're not, oh, I don't hear anything really new agey or too, too, like, new agey. I mean, yeah, this is pretty wild stuff for most people to be able to deal with. But again, we're not really hearing who Michael Salia really is. You go check his website. I check his, tried to check his website at least once a week on YouTube. Um, Exopolitics Today, Michael Sala, you can find it easy. And I'm, I mean, I'm just looking at um, like some of the most recent things. He, the Super Soldiers and the Ascended Masters, okay? And it has a picture of the Esau Sananda Emmanuel, the Master Jesus, the same picture you see in all the churches, whether they're Protestant or Catholic. That same Adonis-looking Jesus that I've done many, many teachings on telling you that is not what Jesus looked like. Okay, the Bible's clear um, uh, and, and gives indications that... Um, and I mean, I can get into those verses really quick, but it does not, we, we got those images of this ascended master looking, Adonis looking, long haired Jesus. We got those images originally from the Catholic church. Okay. And we can even, I, I get into the history of all that on the study, master Jesus, just key it in, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. And, um, I get into the whole history there. I've done many, many teachings. 
But the ascended master that is going to come back with the, quote, good guys to displace the evil, wicked cabal, like, most likely, like George Soros and Klaus Schwab and a lot of the wicked politicians in high-level places, that's the old world order, okay? We have to have a new world order, and in order to bring in the new world order, you got to destroy the old. It's like the phoenix rising out of the ashes. A lot of this is their own tenets that they have to adhere by. So I think that when they do make their big debut, they're going to come, and they're going to obviously look like they're going to come as an angel of light, just like it says Satan can come as. And if Satan can come as an angel of light, according to the word of God, it's no minister, it's no marvel if his ministers, Satan's ministers, can come appearing as ministers of righteousness. This is why I'm very, very cautious about the whole, quote, Q movement, the whole patriotic type of, um, uh, of movement where we have the patriot freedom doctors, which are all yoked up with the New Age, with Michael Flynn, who's praying to Michael the Archangel openly. I've got into studies on all of this stuff. Trump's yoked up with this. The Q movements were yoked up so much of, and we're, we're even going to be talking about that today. So much of the supposed good guys, the guys on the right, um, Alex Jones, Mike Adams, a lot of these people in alternative media, so many of them are already yoked up with this movement. And they're, I mean, Alex Jones had David Icke's like hosting his show now. David Icke, Christ-hating, wicked, demon-possessed with the toenails, David Icke is like hosting Alex Jones shows now. Mike Adams has David Wilcock on all the time, who is another absolute total new age freak that's really totally on the level of Michael Salia. Says he's the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. Mike Adams has him on all the time. And promote, and I'm pretty sure Michael Adams, Mike has promoted Salia. If not interviewed, I'm pretty sure he's interviewed him. In the end, or what's coming, they're all going to be pointing to this. Lying signs and wonders, ascended masters reappearing, UFO, alien disclosure, it's all going to be yoked up, all going to be yoked up under the guise of we're fighting the wicked evil cabal. The Reawaken America tour with all like the freedom, like Mike Lindell and Michael, Fl or, yeah, Mike Lindell, uh, General Michael Flynn, all these people, all the freedom doctors, they're all connected with this new age garbage. And they're going to be and and they're going to be promoting these ascended masters that are coming back. And I've done so many studies on this. Just key in ascended masters, key in Maitreya, who I do think um, is going to play a part in this. And Sala has been promoting this for years. Uh, then we have this. He's interviewing some freaky looking lady, and that video is entitled Yahweh. Jeshua and the extraterrestrial connection interview with this woman. And again, it has a picture of this ascended master Jesus. Why would Michael Salia be so obsessed with promoting this ascended master Jesus if this ascended master Jesus was actually promoting the Bible and biblical principles? He would have nothing to do with it. 
because he is of his father, the devil, and of his lust and of his works, Michael Sala will do. But he likes this new age ascended master Jesus, known as Esau Sananda Emmanuel, or Master Jesus. He likes that one because that that Jesus, that false, fake, lying, ascended master Jesus is going to tell you, well, you got it all wrong with the Bible. Yeah, some of the things, yeah, but most of it you got messed up in. I'm not, I am not the way, the truth, and the life. And, and you can, you. there's many paths to God. All guaranteed, this is what's coming. And it's so funny because, you know, like two out of the first six videos, you see pictures of this ascended master Jesus. When there's an absolute total hierarchy of them. But why would Michael Sawyer so emphasize that one? Because he knows that's the only, that is the main deception that a devil like that has to foist on humanity because that's really truly their only adversary is the real Jesus. So they've got to try to corrupt that and convince you and delude you into believing this is the real Jesus. Hey, he looks just like all those pictures that people have up in their houses and in Catholic churches and in Protestant churches all across the world. That by itself is going to totally delude and deceive people. That one thing I just told you, and this I believe will be at least a gigantic part, if not the main essence of the strong delusion that 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 warns us about as Christians, that God says he was going to send. Why? Because the people that are going to be deceived had no love for the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Lest Satan get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So if you are ignorant of Satan's devices, he can get an advantage of you. You can be destroyed for lack of knowledge, according to Hosea 4, 6 as well. And we're moving into a time of, of deception that the world has never known, ever. So I just find it interesting looking at his videos, so much of them key on this master Jesus which is an absolute total polar opposite of the biblical Jesus. But when they make their big debut, a lot of Christians are going to be caught flat-footed. A lot of Christians. I mean, I could do so many studies on all this rank blasphemy that, that he has up on his website. So, I mean, just reading from my first page of Esau Sananda Emmanuel or Master Jesus Exposed, which I did a whole teaching on this you can like i said you can find it on contendingfortruth.com this is the same new age christ that oprah oprah winfrey has been promoting and again godless as you can imagine oprah winfrey or people in the new age movement totally against the bible they got no problem promoting this this jesus though this is another jesus with another gospel and the Bible's very clear that if we are an angel from heaven, you know, preach to you any other Jesus, let him be accursed. Um, this caption reads, my name is Caesar Borgia. I was the son of Pope Alexander IV, um, who was Rodrigo Borga. That was his original name. A gangster, a warmongering, greedy, orgy-having, running a continual criminal empire pope. My dad forced my image on the church and made you worship it ever since 1490. 
So all the Jesus things that we have that we typically see in the churches and portrayed in, in the Ascended Master versions, there's a very good likelihood that is Caesar Borgia, okay, the son of Pope Alexander the Fourth, and just so happens that where we first got that was through Michelangelo. Okay, and guess what? Michelangelo lived in the exact same time frame that Caesar Borgia lived in. Michelangelo lived from 1475 to February of 1564. Caesar Borgia, when this image was first brought in, was 1490. Okay, so it's in the same time era. era. Please be careful of any Jesus images. These images were first portrayed to... Number one, that's totally... It's total idolatry. It's totally forbidden in the second commandment, which is the one that the Catholics have removed about bowing yourself down to idols. The Bible also warns about making any image of a man or a woman to worship it. Okay? And we're actually going to be looking at that a little bit later. This is not something we want to ever be doing. It's idolatry. Okay? Also, this Jesus is always portrayed with long hair. Many times also with a halo, which is actually a pagan sun disc, which is not biblical, over his head. This Jesus doesn't line up with the word of God. Isaiah 53.1 says, Who hath believed our report, and to whom, whom is the, Lord, the arm of the Lord revealed? Next verse, for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. This is a prediction of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament. One of the many prophecies that Jesus fulfilled. But it said that he hath no form nor comeliness, meaning he was not handsome. Okay. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. I don't think Jesus was a, was a handsome guy it does not appear that he was according to what isaiah predicted in isaiah 53 verses 1 and 2 in other words jesus was not outwardly or physically handsome like all the pictures we see where we have the adonis looking long-haired halo jesus the word comeliness um is translated four times in the old testament as beauty Okay, so um, anyway, and also the Bible says in 1 Corinthians eleven fourteen, 14, doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him? The Bible's very clear on that. Men are to not have long hair. But this Adonis-looking Jesus and, um, you know, he's got long hair. He's got his Egyptian pagan sun disc. He's heavily, heavily used in the Catholic Church in, in a form of idolatry. Anyway, um, that's just a little bit of the study. That I did on him. I just wanted to refresh because that's a big one. I keep seeing over. I'm seeing more and more images of this master, ascended master Jesus, who will be one of the lesser ascended masters when they come back.
And he'll tell you that. He'll say, yeah, guys, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sent back to straighten out the Christian church because you kind of got a lot of things in Catholic church. I got a lot of things wrong. You misinterpreted a lot. Of the, a lot of the scriptures are just flat wrong. And I'm going to, I'm coming back to straighten you all out. Don't believe it for a minute. It's a lying devil. All right. So let's go back to this. Is my fear when you had a Marco Rubio and, and his involvement in this and how much money you're getting from the military industrial complex and then you're putting forth a bill like this and how the sort of separation between these members of Congress and then also having teeth in this thing to hold them accountable. And I want to know where that line is. And it seems to me a kind of a blurry, fuzzy line between uh, these people in Washington who get all of their money, um, a lot of their money from the military industrial complex. Do you think that they will hold strong on this? I mean, I know you said it does have teeth. The bill has teeth. But who's going to be the enforcer of this? And I know you're not a politician. I know you're not a um, you're not a bureaucrat. But who who's going to be the one actually knocking on the door, you know, uh, doing the Elliot Ness saying, we're coming for you. Um, you've been we're, we're shaking you down here. You guys have been hiding this money and hiding these programs and you're going to lose your funding here. Who's going to do that? Who's going to be the enforcer? Uh, I think it'll be U.S. Space Command. I mean, the, who, of all of the government uh, bureaucracies and departments that stands to benefit the most by this kind of bill and this attempt and, to... And I believe there is a U.S. Space Command now. Uh, ...create transparency and oversight in UAP programs. Uh, the, the entity which stands to gain the most is uh, U.S. Space Command. Because what they are doing is that they are integrating all of the space assets of all of the military services and, and developing a competent uh, combat capabilities deep space to deal with whatever threat uh, the United States and the Earth faces in the future. And, and I think that who ultimately is behind this bill? I think absolutely the military industrial complex is giving the green light to this uh, because Space Command is going to need uh, battle groups, space battle groups. They're going to need space carriers. They're going to need uh, fleets of space fighters. They, they're, going to be, uh, they're going to need to have uh, the capability to develop uh, off-world bases. So this is going to be a huge boon to the military-industrial complex. So you know, you're absolutely right that uh, Congress is in the hands of, or in the pockets of the military-industrial complex. So, and, and this particular bill had unanimous support. All, all senators from Democrats and Republicans voted in, in support of this bill. So it shows that the military-industrial complex wants it to be passed. And, and as I said, the, the best, the greatest beneficiary is going to be a U.S. Space Command. Uh, the greatest loser in all of this is going to be the CIA and, and the uh, the uh, the National Reconnaissance Office because they collaborate in a secret space program, which is done off the books using the funding that the CIA is is has been able to gain. Uh, through these illicit activities, but now with this legislation, all of the all of the companies that are involved in uh, developing and uh, reverse engineering any kind of advanced technology, you know, uh, found off world or whatever, that they have to now found off world. You know, you just kind of glosses over that, you know. But again, what the conversation? They're just trying to get these things to be matter of fact now. You know, no big deal. Found it off world and. We've got this, we've got that, we're covering this up, but now it's all going to be disclosed. Uh, create transparency and report this to this uh, Arrow office. So that, so that applies to both the CIA-run 
programs and the um, Defense Department run programs. So yes, I think the big beneficiary is going to be US Space Command and the biggest loser is going to be uh, the CIA covert operations. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because now they can they don't have to operate in the dark anymore. Um, hiding these programs, the amount of money they go through with secrecy, they'll be able to you know build this out in the open um, and openly talk about it. And the CIA, of course, which has been running a lot of these secret uh, uh, special access programs involved in human trafficking, um, all sorts of nefarious things, uh, will will uh, get the short end of this stick. Okay, so it goes on for about another five minutes. I wanted you, that's the the main thing I wanted you to hear. Uh, so be, you know, <laughs> be on the lookout. He is something else. And I, I see a lot of people in alternative media promoting a lot of very new age things now. Having people like Salya on or promoting things that they should not be giving a platform to. Um, as Christians, we're not to be a stumbling block before another before another Christian or another brother or sister in Christ. We're not to do that. Um, you might be able to handle a certain thing, but they may not be able to. And this is not something that you would just want to put out, I'm saying, as a Christian and give no answer for or refute you if you're gonna play something like this which is i wouldn't just play this and not say anything if i did then it's like well then are you in agreement with this are you probably a lot of what he said is true regarding the the coming you know regarding what's going on in the government and, and the politics and and, and uh, how that's going to lead to disclosure yeah it's probably what he said was was mostly right on the money, but where does it end? <laughs> what is your agenda, Michael Salia? And now we got this this um, redacted with over two million subscribers in alternative media, which I've played quite a bit, and now they're they can't promote this guy enough. Who are they getting their marching orders from? You know, I mean, I, any any more, it's just anything to get views. You know, it's so much of stuff what, what you see on the internet just whatever it takes to get views you know um all right so we're going to transition to the next one the coming big lie will this be the backbone of the strong delusion of second thessalonians chapter two pathways to the future super soldiers and ascended masters and again it's it's the video that i just talked to you about a little bit of that video where michael saw is promoting this okay so again i just started listening to the start of this and this is the perfect segue where like if you weren't familiar with this guy and you just listened to that last video on redacted that we just heard it was pretty pretty sterile pretty it wasn't like anything real super new age or at the well now you're going to get a feel for who michael saw you really is this is right off his channel and it's called pathways to the future see he believes that this is where the future is going to lie um and i i, I emphasize the word lie like a lying devil pathways to the future see he believes our future is going to be super soldiers and ascended masters we have to go from the old world order into the new world order where ye shall be as gods okay just like the same lie that the serpent tempted eve with in the garden of eden the same carrot he dangled out in front of her okay so this is a perfect segue from the dawn of human history 
extraterrestrial visitors have biologically altered indigenous hominids found on Earth to create avatar bodies which could accommodate their souls to become the rulers and gods of early civilizations. Okay, now what he's in reference to there is um, basically what happened in Genesis 6 where the sons of God saw the daughters of men and they were, they were fair. Now, his version of it's different, obviously. But the sons of God saw the daughters of men, and these were angels, and they saw the daughters of men, they were fair, they took them wives, all that they chose. They impregnated the wives, the wives bore them, the giants, the men of old, the men of renown, according to Genesis 6, which is translated from the word um, Nephilim, or fallen ones. So, that's the biblical narrative. The, you just heard his version of that particular narrative. Okay, they go so a lot further though to say that really get into the whole ancient astronaut theory, which where they're saying that these these benevolent uh, gods came and we're their little science project. They created humanity. There is no such thing as the God of the Bible. And and again, he an ancient astronaut. If you want to know more about that subject but these are the ancient astronauts that came to the planet seeded the planet with life and some versions have us evolving and which would you know figure into darwinism some versions have us where they just created us where their little science project and see we've messed things up so bad humanity their little science project their you know we're their creation according to devil like this and now they've got to come back and police their little science project because humanity's messed things up so bad. That's what we're on the cusp of here. The the lie that we're on the cusp of. Somebody just back this up just a hair. Uh, ...bodies which could accommodate their souls to become the rulers and gods of early civilizations. They were often described as giants. Yeah. These visitors also created lesser bodies for worker laborers artisans, architects and engineers and crafted enhanced bodies for a warrior super soldier class. Many genetically modified super soldiers would become technologically enhanced cyborgs for the wars fought between different extraterrestrial factions competing over territory, resources and influence on Earth or off-planet. The classic Vedic Indian epic, the Mahabharata, talks about different super soldiers and how their God-given abilities set them apart from mortals in the devastating battles fought millennia ago. During Again, just Nephilim-type creatures. Half-fallen angel, half-human, sometimes half-fallen angel, half-animal. This is where we get things like the Minotaur and the Griffin and um, these types of things you, you've heard the greek epics of achilles and these types well again this is a byproduct of that okay so a lot of those are maybe some of them are highly embellished but a lot of the greek myths and these types of things that's where this all comes from the genetic modification of fallen angels interbreeding with with women or interbreeding with different animals these tumultuous wars and period of genetic alterations being conducted over many millennia greatly evolved extraterrestrials, a.k.a. celestials or higher dimensionals, intervened. 
They nurtured human philosophers, diplomats, <laughs> healers, and alchemists, oh. revealing cosmic knowledge to them to bring down... And witchcraft, too. They gave us a lot of witchcraft. ...to the chaotic human experiments being run all over the Earth. The growing degree of unity consciousness this group of humans achieved led to them gaining advanced psychic abilities, which they would use to protect themselves or their followers in dangerous times. Over time, the nurtured humans became highly evolved themselves. They are traditionally known as masters of wisdom or ascended masters. And now they're showing the hierarchy here. Uh, I don't know all of uh, you've got your Sananda Esau and Emmanuel who they're portraying at the at the uh, kind of in the center. Normally he's not portrayed there, but Satan knows that the only thing that the, the the one battle he has to to win or tries to win, he's not going to win, is deceiving as many. As much of humanity and as many Christians, as much as as many in humanity who might be saved, with this lie. It's all about at the end of the day, it's all about getting you into heaven or hell. That's what this whole cosmic battle is really the stakes are that high. And this is going to be a gigantic tool by Satan to try to get as many people into hellfire as possible. So there's a hierarchy of these ascended masters, and um, this is what they're in, and they're showing pictures of them. And I've got into a whole bunch of them in the past. Possessing innate wisdom, love, healing, and transformative abilities, the ascended masters have historically operated behind the scenes to quietly influence humanity's evolution, oh. often cooperating with inner Earth civilizations and friendly extraterrestrials. See, friendly extraterrestrials. It shows this disgusting alien interacting with a little girl. See, there's it's good cop, bad cop. You've got friendly extraterrestrials. All of them are godless, as you can possibly imagine. All of them hate. You can't, don't, don't mention the word Jesus and any kind of faith as a Christian around them because it's like throwing battery acid on them. I mean that literally. Isn't that weird? <laughs> But yet they're supposedly aligned with this ascended master Jesus. It's not the same one in the Bible, of course. But see, this is the, the crux of the big lie coming. Good, good aliens versus bad aliens. Good ascended masters trying to guide us on our evolutionary pathway to bring us in to the new world order under the Antichrist and false prophet. Of course, they're not going to present it that way. The deception coming is unlike anything you can... I think any of us can really even imagine, but I think this does a great job. This little five-minute video does a great job of, of giving us a synopsis of the lies and the deceptions that we're moving into. Visitors to avert crises and resolve conflicts right. all over the planet. Right, yeah. Even though they're the ones actually literally behind it. Today we are at a crossroads as individuals face an uncertain future where they will have to choose whether to allow themselves or family members to be biologically or technologically enhanced to deal with the challenges of modern life, the emergence of artificial intelligence and impending disclosure of technologically advanced extraterrestrial visitors and inner earth civilizations. 
The emergence of super soldiers as a distinct class of humans with exceptional strength, speed and intelligence will be profound and pervasive. Following the super Cyborgs, Humanity 2.0. Okay, so that's another big aspect of this whole thing. Um, and we're going to be talking about that. <laughs> you know what, I'm going to... I'm going to switch this around because I want to talk about that next, Humanity 2.0. And uh, switching my study around a little bit to so we can go right into that next. Soldier Path will be an attractive choice for many who are anxious or unsure about what the future will bring. However, there is another path. That is available so to you can either be Humanity 2.0 with all your genetic upgrades. Hey, if you already got your COVID shots, you're well on your way. Because you've already got all your, your nanotech that's uplinking with the 5G, that's uplink, that's, that's interfacing with 5G base stations and your cell phone. And you're giving off a Bluetooth signal that can be picked up. I've, I've given my listeners how to do it. All, the, all you have to do is unlock some programs on your phones. So that upgrade's already being done on anyone who has had, particularly the COVID shots. I don't, I, the other vaccines, there may be some, you know, genetic things going on there as well. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. But then you can really take it all the way and go the Elon Musk way where you're going to get neural uplinks and these types of things and all types of computers. And you will be a cyborg. You'll be part machine part human your dna will be modified from the vaccines and if you've already got the covid vaccines you're you're you've already you've taken a great step in that direction obviously i'm speaking tongue-in-cheek and that's one way you can go now the other way i'm sure you're going to still be totally genetically modified but this is the other way that you can go according to him it is one where individuals can pursue and achieve higher states of consciousness to navigate the nuances of life in a post oh so are we going to ascend because you'll you'll hear that word a lot see this is their version of bypassing heaven the biblical heaven and you can get so holy that you'll ascend and you don't have to worry about that the god of the bible because you yourself will be your own god you're going to ascend and a, and a, a lot of um, religions, like within Buddhism and Taoism and, and uh, Hinduism, a lot of those religions are, that's what they're trying to, to do. I watched this thing the other day on this one sect of like Buddhist monks or something that they do. Oh my word. And all of this is about earning your way to nirvana or heaven or your ascension or becoming a god it's all based in lies and pride and i mean these it's this sect of monks and they they have to do all this stuff in order to i, I don't know be, become like a deity a god or something all of this self-torture stuff where they're like eating like rocks and leaves and drinking things that are almost a poison all the time. And this is prepping you. You do this for like 
a long, long time. We are talking. It's it reminds me a lot of like the self flagellation of, of like what Catholics would do, where they would you know, do penance and they would you know, the monks and stuff like that, where they would try to atone for their own sins. Only the blood of Jesus Christ can do that. But um, all false religions will offer some alternate pathway. And then ultimately, if you follow all these things these monks do, well, ultimately then, what this is what it leads to. They take you and they bury you in the ground. Like, we're talking like 10 feet down. And they, they there's a little bamboo uh, pipe that goes down into where you are at. And every day that you're still living, you have no food, no nothing. I believe you have no water. Every day that you're still living, you ring a bell. And when the bell stops ringing, because it's going to stop ringing, you're, you're literally buried alive under like 10 feet or more of dirt. When the bell stops ringing, which inevitably it will, because you're going to starve, run out of water, then but you got just enough air to breathe, I guess. Then they let him sit down there like another, I don't know, six months or a year. Then what they do is when that's up, you're, you're long, you're deader than a bag of hammers, okay, at this point. Then they dig you up. And if your body presents in the proper way like you look like you um you you're mummified i believe something like you you look mummified if you look properly mummified then that means you did go you did ascend and you did achieve nirvana and now you're like this buddhist or hindu deity it's it's actually they say it's it's a forbidden practice because it always ends in their death and then they but they've literally got they were showing other ones of these Buddhist or whatever Hindu monks that had done this and they had, their bodies were properly mummified after they brought, after they dug them up after six months or a year or whatever. Therefore, the other Buddhist priests determined, well, they had achieved nirvana and now we could venerate them and worship them. And they literally had their bodies in like their weird temples where people could go there to worship them. And they showed the bodies. And they it was really gross. Really, really mega gross. And they're they're venerated to this day. This is how in, and I'm not even giving you the half of what you had to do to even get to the point where you're buried in the ground. How the half of the torture you had to undergo. This is a great example of trying to earn your way into heaven. When Jesus offers it freely. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And you're saved by faith through grace, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Now, granted, works will follow, and good fruit should follow if you're a Christian, but that is not what gets you into heaven. That's evidence of salvation, but it's not what you're not going to present your works before God in that regard, saying this is how 
how I gain access to heaven. Now your works will be judged at the judgment seat of Christ as a Christian. They will be judged there. Wood, hair, stubble, or precious stones and silver, gold, this type of thing. To see what type of work it was. And that will be a reward, hopefully. But some will be saved, get so as by fire. But that's not what that's not how we gain access to heaven. We can only do it through the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Through his finished work on the cross and the acceptance of that. These other religions, they just teach the exact polar opposite. I mean, can you I, I, I again I'm not even remotely giving you what these poor monk dudes had to go through just to get to the point where they were finally buried in the earth. With one little pole going down to them as their the, the their agonizing life leaks out of them over the next how many days. I, I mean, I, I, I have nothing but compassion in that regard. I, I just can't even imagine. But it was one of the greatest examples of the futility of trying to earn your way into whatever you call heaven nirvana paradise whatever the futility of that so this is this is evidently what's going to be offered to humanity you want to be humanity 2.0 total cyborg maybe a super soldier or do you want to actually try to ascend you want to be as one of the ascendant you want to be as gods like they are because that's going to be the carrot like i said so again, they, they got they got a little bit to offer everybody. Your world successfully. Ascended Mastery offers the choice of understanding the mysteries of ancient technologies, navigating space-time portals. Technology is going to be a big part of this. There's going to be a lot of carrots on the technology end. Life extension and engaging as equals with galactic visitors and inner Earth civilizations through a profound unity consciousness. Unity, yeah. These states the of new world order unity. Advanced unity consciousness will augment natural abilities in ways that allow one to successfully deal with biologically and technologically enhanced humans, artificial intelligence, and extraterrestrial visitors. So this is Michael Salia. This this is who he is. This is the guy that you just heard on Redacted. And this is a, it, this is a very nice sanitized version as well. You actually listen to what this guy's pushing, and I'm telling you, he is one of the main ones. That's, that's on the spear tip of this. You're see, I'm seeing him more and more and more. David Wilcox, another one. Mike Adams and him are good, good buddies. Even though Mike Adams said he's a Christian, yet he promotes this devil. And again, we're not to be stumbling blocks before the brethren. We're to expose evil. We're to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and have no fellowship with them. That's what this ministry is totally devoted to, pretty much, or at least a gigantic component of it, as a watchman. We're not supposed to get in bed with them and give them a platform to promote and spew their lies. L.A. Marzulli has like this star child girl. I, I had a listener send it to me and he was like, this was nauseating. He's not even challenging her. There was about 30 seconds in there where he kind of like really zip, zip fired. So, oh, this isn't really in alignment with the biblical narrative. But... The, the rest of it was her spewing her lies. She's pro, She says she's a hybrid or hybrid. She's she, What she is is a hybrid. She's a quarter cast, most likely, Nephilim. 
She has big eyes, but she can pass for human. And you should hear the garbage she was saying in this interview. Now, I haven't listened to part two yet, but I've seen him do that as well. Not ch And not getting into any kind of... I can understand if you wanted to have them on there and to totally biblically challenge them. But it's not happening. It's like, oh no, I'll give you a platform to spew your lies. Do you understand that you're going to stand before God and give an account and... As a person on alternative media, you might have millions or hundreds of thousands of listeners, and you're giving Satan a platform to cast doubt into the ears of your Christian listeners. I don't think that's something we should be doing. We should be reproving this. We should be exposing this. Not giving them a platform. Learn more. In his next exciting webinar, Dr. Michael Sala will explain the ancient history and show modern examples of super soldiers and ascended mastery. That and again, they show Jesus Christ with the all-knowing eye of Lucifer in the middle of his forehead like a cyclops. <laughs> Even better. He's got, well, he doesn't have the Egyptian sun disc, but he's got, it looks like he's got the all-knowing eye of Lucifer. Um, and then he's got this big thing. It's very, very Catholic looking too. This looks like something you would see in a Catholic church. Again, the Catholic church has been preparing their adherents for this for a long, long time. Okay. So just, you know, it's unbelievable. Viable paths for those wanting to take action. Join us on June 24th, 2023 for this two and a half hour. So there, there's many, there's many ways to hellfire. Many, many, many. And they're just trying to give you a, a couple different more options that are going to be um, thrust upon humanity in the very near future. In our intensive entitled Super Soldiers and Ascended Masters, two pathways for humanity's emergence into a galactic society. Uh -huh. Understand the impending challenges of what lies ahead for us individually and collectively. And learn how to make the most of the rising energies changing our consciousness. Mm -hmm. Don't wait. Register today. Strong delusion. God will send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. I'm sorry, but all the lukewarm, lazy Christians out there that never tried to get educated, they, they were not like the men of Issachar, who were men that understood the times that they were living in. Jesus Christ said, as it was the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. He also said, as it was in the days of Lot, we see the, the, you know, the whole LGBTQ pedophile agenda being shoved down our throat. Well, the days of Noah too, but they don't, most Preachers don't want to talk about that one because main thing going on in Genesis 6 was the fallen angels procreating with women, then burying them giants. We got the same thing going on today. It's just different. It's more subtle, but the same DNA defilement that was going on back in Noah's day is going on today. It's just in a different format and program. It's a lot more sophisticated in the day and time we're living in. 
And if, if there was one thing that this ministry has had a thrust in, it is exposing that because I see that being the biggest 900-pound gorilla, satanic gorilla in the room that is going to get an advantage of probably more Christians than any other thing coming down the pike right now, like the turnpike. Then we have this next one, Humanity 2.0, transhumanism via the coming Vax death shot. See, everybody, a lot of people already got their, their genetic upgrades. They already got their nanotech, like I said, mentioned before, from the COVID kill shot and the boosters. Transhumanism via, via the coming Vax death shot and will be marketed as a super vaccine. It will be a treatment delivered to the body as an instruction manual, DNA defiler to supposedly help the body repair tweak and improve on its own versions a single dose will lead to body-wide genetic upgrade well how much of our genetics has to be changed before we're not human anymore in god's eyes i don't know that's god's business but if you line up for that kill shot and you keep taking them over to, I, I don't know where it gets to the point where you're not fully human and i don't know that's god's economy that's between you and God. But it's sure not something I'm going to want to mess with. And it's sure something I'm going to warn my listeners about. That. Because that is super mega important stuff. Okay, so this is a really short video clip. Um, and I'll just go ahead and roll this now. There was an article that came out from a Stanford study that said the shot is now intended to be the super vaccine. The next one coming online. In fact, there's 160 COVID shots in the developmental pipeline. 93. I don't know if she meant to say COVID shots. I think there's 160 vaccines in the developmental pipeline. I, I, I mean, COVID is, you know, unless they come out with another COVID re-up on, on the pandemic thing. Um, I, I don't see them doing that. They're probably going to go with some other thing are ready for human consumption. This is a layered event. The super study says in the, that it's the treat, it will be a treatment delivered to the body as an instruction manual to help the body repair, tweak, and improve on its own versions. A single dose will lead to body-wide genetic upgrade. Yeah, so total, again, what we've warned about Totally changing your DNA. They admit it does. The messenger RNA in the COVID shots modifies your DNA. Uh, again, <clears throat> how much of our DNA has to be modified where we're not really fully human anymore? In God's eyes. I don't know. I, I don't. But it's not something I would want to mess around with. I'm not saying if you took the COVID shot, you're unsaved and you're automatically going to hell. I'm not saying that at all. But it is sure not something I would want to mess around with at the same time. And it's only going to get worse with all of this. All right, so this is a big way that they're already bringing us into the whole transhumanism movement, Humanity 2.0, which heavily relates to the video that we just heard from Michael Salia. Okay. And then this is an, another video regarding this whole thing. Alien Agenda, the next deception is about to start and many people will fall for it. 
the government planning a fake alien invasion? Are they going to cover up the rapture and blame it on a mass UFO abduction? Or how about the face of all a weapon proposed by the United States military to fake a deity in the sky to control the armies and peoples in the Middle East? This is all tied to the rumored Project Bluebeam, and that's what we'll dive into in this video. In 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 11, God tells us of a strong delusion that's coming and that these people will believe the lie. In verse 11, it says the coming of the lawless one or the antichrist is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. And then in verse 11, it tells us, and for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. There'll be delusions all around in the last days. And that's where the theory came from, that Project Bluebeam will be used as a delusion to cover up the rapture. Project Bluebeam is a theory that was introduced by Canadian investigative journalist Serge Manast in the mid-1990s. The theory claims that members of the Pentagon, NASA, and the United Nations are collaborating on a plan to simulate a fake alien invasion or stage a second coming using hologram projections. Now this might seem totally crazy, but there's few videos of just public knowledge of 4D holograms that have come out recently that look extremely realistic. Here's videos of whales flying around in the crowd at a concert. You can see how realistic this wow. looks, yeah. as well as this. I've heard they've done it at uh, football stadiums. Uh, I live near, well, not super near, but Charlotte and uh, North Carolina. And I know they were, they had one of like a panther that was like, it's the Charlotte Panthers, the football team, pro football team. And like a panther crawling around like the stadium in this blue beam type fashion and it was on it was mind-blowing i mean and there was thousands of people there and they're showing this now where this is going on they're doing this in a lot of places video that i saw recently on instagram i'm not sure if this is cgi but even if it is in comparison to the last video yeah. clearly we are not He's showing videos of this concept if you want to watch this so you can get a better idea if you're not familiar off from having that advanced type of hologram technology. Serge Manas just proposed this theory, but as we can see, technology is advancing to this level. This reminded me of the video seven years ago of the floating city in the clouds. This was seen over China, and I remember at the time, people were claiming they were testing Project Bluebeam technology. Yes. This idea was being proposed by the United States Pentagon all the way back to the early 1990s. The scenario was proposed by United States Air Force planners during the Gulf conflict in which they wanted to project the face of Allah over the skies of Iraq to control the peoples and the armies. The idea was brought back to life and mentioned in an article in May 2008 titled, quote, The Face of Allah Weapon Returns. In the article it says, projecting the image of something frightening like a deity is not a new idea and falls in the footsteps of the voice of God weapon, a device that some have suggested could be used to transmit messages into people's heads as if God were speaking yes, to them. Absolutely. What if the United States projected a holographic image of Allah floating over Baghdad, urging the Iraqi people and army to rise up against Saddam? And this is a big thing that Maitreya, which is the only, as far as I know, United Nations sponsored ascended master that they've been pushing for decades. I mean, again, just key in Matreya in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done many, many studies on that, that entity. Um, one of the big tenets that Matreya has said in what they term is the day of declaration, and again, that's another phrase you can key in, on my website, Day of Declaration, is that 
every eye will see me and every ear will hear me. Okay, kind of like they're, they're trying to go biblical on you. Like, oh, you know, like when Jesus Christ comes back and every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Okay, so they're trying to usurp that. And the way they're going to try doing that is via something like Project Blue Beam and this uh, voice of God technology where they can, where you can hear this stuff. Uh, in your head and it's like it's just beamed right into your head so be aware that these technologies exist and you know pray that the lord would um shield you from that and I, again if you haven't heard my my teaching on psalm 64 which imprecatory prayers in a christian's door of hope you might want to avail yourself to that because that that is one of the most pivotal teachings i've ever done and probably had just about a greater impact on me than any other teaching I've I've applied to my own life since salvation. It was it's huge and very very important regarding God dealing with your enemies and God hiding you from the secret counsel of the wicked. And again, Psalm 64, and you'll find it. A senior Air Force officer asked in 1990, the holographic projector is described in a classified Air Force document as a system to project information for special operations deception missions. <clears throat> Another article from December 6, 2010, military one step closer to battlefield holograms. This has led some people who believe in the pre-tribulation rapture to claim that governments will use this technology, fake an alien invasion, and blame all the Christians who have disappeared in the rapture on mass alien abductions. Luke 17.34 says, I tell you, on that night two people will be in one bed, one will be taken, and the other left. 1 Thessalonians 4.17 says, Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. The rapture is undeniable in my opinion. It's just the timeline of it. Is it pre, mid, or post-tribulation? That's what the main debate is about. Now, while the technology for holographic projections is clearly... My, my teaching on that, just key in tribulation, you will find it on contendingfortruth.com. On the way to being to that level, the, quote, voice of God weapon has already been created. The LRAD system, which is used to cast strong signals and crowd dispersion, can also be used to send messages along distances. I'll play a video of the CEO, Woody Norris, describing the Voice of God weapon and what it can do when it first came out. So again, this idea of being able to put sound anywhere you want to is really starting to catch on. It this is from 2004. Works for transmitting and communicating data. It also works five times better underwater. Uh, we've got the military had just deployed some of these into Iraq where you can put fake troop movements quarter of a mile away on a hillside. <laughs> or you can whisper in the ear of a supposed terrorist some biblical verse. I saw a video one time, I think I played it on here, where a person was walking down the street in some big city, probably like New York City, and they were advertising some horror movie. And as they walked by this building and they kept doing it, you could this voice came in where that you could hear um but it was only when the person was in the certain place on the street that you could do it and it was it was like this it was like this voice coming out of nowhere um and that that's also i believe this technology i'm serious 
and they have these infrared devices that can look at their countenance and see a fraction of a degree Kelvin in temperature shift from 100 yards away when they play this thing. And so another way of hope, hopefully determining who's friendly and who isn't. Uh, we make a version of this which puts out 155 decibels. Pain is 120. So it allows you to go nearly a mile away and communicate with people. And there can be a public beach just off to the side and they don't even know it's turned on. We sell those to the military presently for about $70,000. And they're buying them as fast as we can make them. So we know we have the technology for the Voice of God weapon. We're definitely getting or have the technology on the holograms in the sky. Now all we would need is the public accepting the UFO phenomenon. And what do we have now recently? Well, even the United States Pentagon admits that UFOs or UAPs in their new terminology are flying around in the United States airspace. They are not our own crafts and they're doing maneuvers that we just cannot do with our aircrafts. May 17th, 2022, United States officials say Pentagon committed to understanding UFO origins. Every few months at this point, it seems we're seeing new UFO footage and the concept of an alien threat has been in movies and books for decades now. Some would argue that's a level of predictive programming. Yes. Even Ronald Reagan in 1987 mentioned an alien threat in his UN speech. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Now, it's again, addressing the UN I mean, it showed the footage there uh, back in the 80s. Absolutely undeniable that we have the technology to fake this type of thing. We could fake a rapture, fake an alien invasion. Technology just keeps growing more and more. Yeah. And some of these subjects, when you research it on the holograms and the face of all the technology, this type of thing, there's not millions and millions of articles on it like there is on every other subject in the world. So it seems as if that's a type of technology that the public really isn't supposed to fully know about, even though, of course, clearly we have this level of technology. Whatever the things are that are flying in the sky, I don't believe that these are Project Blue Bean crafts. I know there's an evil force behind that. I'll leave a linked video in the description that I recently made discussing how these things are a spiritual phenomenon and they're an evil force to be reckoned with. Wow, true. okay, but there are some nuts and bolts type craft up there that have crashed and these types of things and we've reverse engineered them and you know i don't think we can be too dogmatic about okay which ones are real and which ones are him i don't know you know who knows it's just at that point it's just pure speculation something that is absolutely increasing more and more and will play some role in the end times deception i'm almost sure of that but we're seeing how these possibilities all could come to play right now they're really theories we shouldn't believe anything until we know something's absolutely true god gives us wisdom and discernment but it's still interesting to look into these things and try to understand them as they're unfolding but as a believer and a christian and a person in the world i think first corinthians 13 2 is the most important thing to truly focus on always as our life as a Christian. And that says, and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. So even if you have the gift of prophecy, you understand all these mysteries and all the knowledge of the world and know exactly what's happening in all these different theories, even if you have a great faith that can move mountains, it 
doesn't even matter if you do not have love and you're not showing love to one another. Jesus said, people will know that we are followers of him by the love that we have for one another. So make that a primary focus in your life. It's super important to God. Keep God first, seek him and his righteousness above all things, and all these things will be added to you. Matthew 6, 33. Let me know what you think in the comments. Will they fake an alien invasion? Will there be a real alien invasion of the spiritual realm coming through and whatever those things are flying around? And what's your opinion on when the rapture will happen? Will it be pre, mid, or post-tribulation? I'm sure the Lord will continue to unveil all things to those following him as the times unfold. He says he reveals all things to his prophets before he does them, so God does reveal things to us as time goes on. I believe that's why mass understandings come around. Let me know what you think in the comments. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Okay, so we have that, and um, just good, kind of a good way to button that part of the teaching up there. Okay, so now we're going to shift gears. UN, uh, <clears throat> a UN certified expert says religious communities must yield to the LGBTQ demands. The attack on religious freedom is unprecedented with new calls for religious communities to bow before the LGBT demands for inclusion and acceptance. A UN certified, quote, expert on sexual orientation, nothing more than a fool is what this so-called expert is, on sexual orientation and gender identity declared Wednesday that religious communities must yield to the demands evidently of all LGBT persons to avoid to avoid charges of violence and discrimination <laughs> whatever never happened on my end freedom of religion or belief need not be incompatible oh yes it has to be incompatible with equality for LGBTQ persons that's what I say it's totally incompatible with the Bible. But this devil, Victor Madrigal Borlots, asserted this in his address to the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva. As long as religious groups accept the claims of gay and transgendered persons, evidently we have to just yield to whatever these sat satanic lying scum are telling us and whatever wicked evil agenda like child molestation and drag queen story hours and all the other wicked, evil, sick things they want to do. We just have to yield all that, evidently. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my comment is, yes, this is the crux of the matter, which is Satan trying to get Christians to cave and capitulate to the demands of these reprobate devils in which a huge percentage make up the child molesters of the world. That's a proven statistical fact, that the majority of child molesters operate within the lgbtq and again soon to be p ranks meaning pedophile that's coming trying to legalize all that they've been marching at some of the parades they've got their own flag that i'm again i'm going to give you what that looks like here so um that's coming i will never accept or agree with these devils and the bible is very clear on this matter so what does the bible the kjv bible say about the lgbtq movement just little refresher romans 1 26 through 28 for this god cause god gave them up to vile affections so god will let you have what you want if, if you're a, a total pervert he'll, he'll let you have what you want for a time he gave them up to vile affections for even their women did change the natural use into their body which is against nature that's lesbians and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust 
one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly. Yeah, gay guys, sodomites. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, meaning fitting, apt, proper. Um, then we go to verse 32, Romans 1, 32, who knowing the judgment of God, because deep down they do, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. That's why they're always trying to recruit because misery loves company and those devils in them want to see other people doing the same things they're doing and being defiled like they are. Leviticus 2013 says, if a man lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an, an abomination. They shall be surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. So in the Old Testament, they took you out and they killed you. Because if you let a sodomite just live in society, they were perpetually defiling and bringing a curse on the land and those people around them. This is why big cities are always such a cesspool of wickedness. Because this LGBTQ crowd does tend to gravitate towards cities. More wickedness, more e more easy access to wickedness, more easy access to other reprobate devils like themselves, so they can, they can have you know sex with one another, this type of stuff. Okay, so that's why they do this. But they're bringing a curse on the land when they do that. Um, Luke seventeen twenty eight. Likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, which was you know Lot, Sodom, and Gomorrah. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. That's what the Bible says about Sodomites. Luke 17, 30. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Well, that was the, that was the next verse. And the, when the Son of Man is revealed, um, again, we're right on the cusp, Whether what, regardless of what you believe about when the rapture occurs. We are in the days when the Son of Man is revealed. Okay, um, Jude one six and the angels which kept not their first estate. This is Genesis six. Okay, they angels procreating with women. They kept not their first estate. The word estate means home. Their home was in heaven. They fell from heaven to earth to procreate with women, but left their own habitation. He meaning God hath reserved in everlasting change chains and this is in a special compartment of hell called tartarus it's actually translated from the greek word tartarus um either here or in peter and um it's a special compartment of hell where the fallen angels are okay he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness under the judgment of the great day next verse and and this is a parallel comparison even as sodom and gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, meaning men with men, this type of thing, Sodom and Gomorrah, just like the angels went after strange flesh, which was the comparison above in the above verse I just read, angels going after women and going after strange flesh are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Pretty clear. Job 4.8 Even as I have seen, they that plow iniquity and sow wickedness reap the same. 
By the blast of God they perish, and by the breath of his nostrils are they consumed. So that's the future for the LGBTQ P crowd. P being pedophile, but it should be child molester. Psalm 37, 38. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. Psalm 101, 8. I will early destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all the wicked doers from the city of the Lord. That's what's coming for them, unless they get repent and get saved, and I know some have. Okay, I don't know about no child molester, but you know, I know there are some. I've have, I've got listeners that were in you know the LGBT. Well, I don't know about T, but lifestyle, you know, lesbian, gays type stuff. And they got saved. And it can happen. Um, I don't think it's the norm, but I, I believe God, all things are possible. So, one other point. God blessed King Asa for his obedience. Okay, As he took away the sodomites, or the homosexuals, out of the land. God blessed him for doing that. Okay? And that was in... Um, 1 Kings 15, 12. God also blessed King Josiah when, and it says in 2 Kings 23, 7, and he break down the houses of the Sodomites. So, God didn't even want their houses standing. In the Old Testament, it was typically a death sentence, but he didn't even want their houses, their cursed houses where they were probably performing these horrible things, he didn't even want the houses standing. That's how serious God took it and still does. And those kings were blessed for that, doing that thing. Boy, you can't say that now. Oh boy, that wouldn't go over really well at a gay parade at all. <laughs> it just really rubbed them the wrong way. Good. Let it rub them the wrong way. Let God be true and every man a liar. Religious narratives clashing with the beliefs and lifestyle choices of LGBT uh, persons, however, are beyond the scope of the right of freedom of religion or belief. Now, we're, we're back to this report of this uh, devil, this UN expert. So he says that religious narratives clashing with the beliefs and lifestyle choices of LGBT persons, however, are beyond the scope of the right of freedom of religion or belief. Meaning that if your religious beliefs clash with the LGBTQ movement, their wicked, perverse, evil, wicked ideology, then you don't have any religious freedoms. Because Satan's LGBTQ beliefs go beyond whatever you believe. They usurp yours. They trump whatever belief system you have. They're more important. No, they're not, devil. No, they're not. I don't receive it. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you and all your devil ilk. Dubbed by the UN, quote, the independent expert on protection against violence and discrimination based, I mean, the, the LGBTQ are the ones that attack Christians. They're the ones doing the attacking, okay? But yet they'll claim, oh, we're doing violence to them by not accepting every sick, twisted, perverted thing that they embrace and believe, including 
more and more child molestation or the lowering the, of the age of consent because that's a big part of all this. What do you think Drag Queen Story Hour is all about? What do you think all the public indoctrination of the schools, all these, all these governments trying to get the age of consent lowered? It's where this is all leading, getting to the children. Predictably, the UN Council did not call on an expert in religious freedom to offer a counterpoint to the position of this Madrigal Bo Borlots, this religious expert for the UN. As a model for religious believers, Madrigal Borlots held up the example of the voices and practices of inclusive communities, meaning LGBTQ, meaning religious groups that accept same-sex marriage and gender fluidity. You know, this is um, just pure evil. Satanic lies commingled with pure evil. Traditional believers, such as Orthodox Jews, Muslims, Roman Catholics, and conservative Christians who offer a negative moral judgment on LGBTQ claims and practices stoke the flames of violence and discrimination and exclusion he suggested which can have severe and negative consequences for the personhood dignity and spirituality of the lgbtq persons i could care less they're shoving their satanic belief systems down my throat and they don't care one bit about it. They love it. They want to kill me anyway. And everyone like me or anyone that has any kind of moral fiber that would resist this wickedness. But they're the only ones that count in the universe now. Just remember that according to Satan here. Severe, their dignity what like the trans the ones that go into the you know the the drag queen story hours are the ones that compete in women's sporting events i mean i can't imagine how sorry what how demon possessed how pathetic you would have to be to want to go and act like you're a woman put on some lipstick maybe in a dress and go compete against females and dominate them and love it absolutely love crushing your the other well you're not a female but the females you're competing against because they do they do they're that sorry and pathetic and demon possessed where they get great joy from doing something like that i can't imagine something that would be less dignified than doing that embarrassing but no, we, we have to worry about their dignity. I pray for God's judgment. Fire and brimstone on this wickedness. Fire and brimstone, just like Sodom and Gomorrah, is the answer to this wickedness from God. You give the devil an inch and he will take a mile. In particular, Madrigal Borlot's voice concerned about quote interpretations of religious doctrines that place homosexuality and gender nonconformity within a discourse of immorality and sin in other words don't call this a sin don't call of our wicked sick twisted behavior 
a sin. And we're going to get into, this, into the statistics on that coming up here. Don't call that a sin. It's not a sin. How dare you judge us? Oh, I will call it a sin. I will point out all of this. Describing the power that such disclosure, meaning you don't want to shed any light on our sin, this disclosure, can have on the social acceptance of LGBTQ. No, we want to do all this stuff in secret. We don't want to have you ever point it out or judge it so that we can do it in secret and gain satanic momentum behind the scenes so ultimately we can get to the children and rape them and kill and pillage and defile. Because that's where this all ends up. It's becoming more and more obvious that's where this all ends up. I just pray God bring down his fury in this wickedness. We need God's judgment on this. California state senator tells LGBT non-affirming parents, flee the state now before it takes away your children. This is what happens when you don't do anything. Now, I'm not saying there's not anybody in California not doing anything. But this is what happens particularly when the gelded 501c3 corporate church which should be the ones bowing up to this, does virtually nothing. The Golden State is on the verge of making it illegal for parents to object to the transgender mutilization, mutilation of their own children. They're making it illegal for parents to even object to it. And one state senator by the name of Scott Wilk a Republican from Santa Clarita is warning them to flee now before they end up as enemies of the state. Wilk is, of course, referring to Assembly Bill 957, a Democratic-sponsored piece of legislation that would amend the California Family Code to make it a crime for parents to not gender-affirm their children. I Meaning whatever wind of whatever, Sally or Bobby after they go to their public school indoctrination center, after they have their LGBTQ counselors come in and brainwash them into thinking that they're not a boy or a girl, whatever whatever satanic thing they can put into their head, the parents automatically have to capitulate and then start to undergo hormonal therapy and then schedule the surgery up to have, have their uh, genitals mutilated. That's what this is all about. It's always about defiling the children anymore, becoming clearer and clearer that that is the case. Send me, God. I will go. Make me your battle axe and weapon of war, as the Bible says. Simply put, parents in California would be forced to play the pronoun game with their own kids or else risk losing them to the state. One of the two lone Republicans on the California Senate Judiciary Committee, Wilk, has served in the California legislature for 11 years. He was also the lone voice against the passage of AB 957, which is this bill, which adds gender affirmation to the list of things a child requires for supposedly health, safety, and welfare, when it's the exact stinking opposite. I'm now in year 11 in the state legislature and all the time we're proposing policies to protect children, Wilk said in a statement. After 11 years, I've come to the conclusion that we need to start protecting parents. That's just not happening. I've been here and witnessed a full frontal assault on the charter schools, taking away parents' choice on how the children are going to be educated to the detriment, particularly of children of color. 
He continued, in recent years, we have put governmental bureaucrats between parents, children, and doctors when it comes to medical care. And now we have AB 957, where if a parent does not support the ideology of the government and really the LGBTQ agenda, children are going to be taken away from, from their home. Also, did you know that the Common Spirit Health, which is the, the name of one of the largest Catholic healthcare groups in the United States, performs gender affirming care procedures on children, meaning hormone replacement and genital mutilation. And they're good Catholics, remember, guys, they're good 501c3 corporate ministries, which, again, they're integral in. Um, where a lot of the uh, illegal aliens disappear and a lot of the children, they're used in the child sex trafficking of, of all the uh, illegal alien children. Oh, we're going to take them under our wing, Catholic services or Lutheran services, and they disappear. Just like CPS, or I mean, yeah, Child Protective Service, they'll, they'll put them into foster care in their whole networks and they'll disappear them into their child sex trafficking, you know, God only only God knows what happens to him. Sacrifice, adrenochrome harvesting, who knows? I'm sure it's a mixed bag, but yeah. It's literally to the point where the 501c3 church system in general is way, way more a part of the problem than remotely being a part of any solution. And this is what happens when you yoke up with the government. There's no Bible for doing it at all. There's no Bible. You can't show me any Bible verse saying, thou shall yoke up with the government. Your church. No. It doesn't say that. It does not say that. I mean, Jesus and the apostles were willing to die and become martyrs, essentially, resisting whatever the state was trying to tell them to do. Particularly, you know, the apostles. They weren't going along with whatever the state was telling them to do, and they became martyrs. And that happened all throughout history. So I think it's a pretty big deal for God, you know. It's just unbelievable. Um, this goes on to say, the Democrats who pushed AB 957 lied when they claimed that all its passage would do is give the judge more information. It turns out, though, that it erases the parental right not to play the LGBT perversion game with their own children. And Wilk wants parents to know the truth about what the legislation entails. This is why it's so important to train up a child in the way that they will go, and when they're old, they'll not depart from it. And to discipline your children in a biblical way along the way. Bible says you deliver their soul from hell when you discipline them correctly. Let's read Proverbs. I was just reading it. In the past, when we have had discussions and I've seen parental rights atrophied, meaning shrunk, I've encouraged people to keep fighting, the state senator explained. But I've changed my mind on that. If you love your children, you need to flee California. You need to flee. This is what the senator is saying. The state senator. In other words, there, there's no other recourse. You need to go. Flee. Going forward here, I'm trying to get as much of this in because I'm about out of time. Radical 
um, bill, AB 655. Also, California lawmakers advanced a radical new bill, AB 655. This is a different bill that would allow children as young as 12 years old to consent to being placed into state-funded group homes without parental, parental permission or knowledge, even knowledge. Critics are rightfully equating this to state-sanctioning kidnapping. Well, that's exactly what it is. But they're always trying to get more and more children that they can kill or defile or rape or, you know, mutilate. The state's Assembly Judiciary Committee passed the bill allowing mental health professionals to place children. These are satanically possessed mental health professionals to place children in residential facilities upon a minor's request. Meaning the child says, I want to go to a whatever. I don't like what mom and dad are doing. I think they're too strict. They're not woke enough. Even if the children are not even experiencing abuse or neglect at the home. Just any, I want out. I'm tapping out. The bill also lets professionals decide whether or not to inform a child's parents after consulting with the minor. So they don't even have to tell you. They could just kidnap your kid if this passes and they could just move them to wherever, state-sanctioned kidnapping. And if you never see them again, oh well. Brave New World. The bill's author claims it will help decrease suicide suicide among youth, particularly black and Latino youth. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's going to really do that. It's going to explode it is what it's going to do. During the hearing, witnesses in opposition told lawmakers that the law would enable school counselors to send children straight to a group home if the children says their parents aren't supportive of their gender identities, which is what we were just talking about in the previous article. Well, they don't think... I should go undergo trans surgery and hormonal replacement. So they're bad as my parents and I want out and you don't, okay, we'll take you out and we're not even going to inform the parents. CFC Director of Capital Engagement, Greg Burt, interviewed one of these witnesses, licensed social worker, Pamela Garfield Jager, who has worked in group homes and testified in opposition to AB 665. Um, why didn't they call it AB 666? It's, it's one number away from that, which would have been much better, much more apropos. She said, California state is working overtime to separate children from parents, she said. Our opposition was saying how mental health is declining in California and across the country. And I think one of the biggest culprits of that is children are being separated from their parents. If we work together with families, I think that that would improve mental health tremendously. Well, they don't want that. They want the exact opposite, though. They're proposing something that I believe is going to have the complete opposite effect. Okay, I'm trying to get as much stuff as I can in here and when this teaching. Cracker Barrel goes woke with LGBT celebration hidden among the rocking chairs. Plus, my submitted comment to Cracker Barrel. Okay, my me being scott cracker barrel was castigated on social media for following in the bumbling footsteps of the beleaguered woke corporations target in anheuser-busch by lionizing the sick twisted perverted lgbtq agenda the uproar unfolded thursday shortly after the country style restaurant and gift shop announced it was celebrating pride month to this end, Cracker Barrel changed its iconic storefront display of rocking chairs to showcase a rainbow-colored chair. Oh, isn't that wonderful? They said, we're excited to celebrate Pride Month with our employees and guests. 
the Tennessee-based corporation wrote on Facebook. Every, and I, there's links to it if you want to see it. Everyone is always welcome at our table. Well, you, even even like the perverts and, and the child molesters and the drag queens, oh, sure they are. They're, they're all welcome at our table in our rainbow rocker, rainbow rocking chair. I guess you can buy because they sell those chairs. And then it says, happy pride. So I wrote to them because a lot of conservatives go to Cracker Barrel, okay? And this was my submitted comment I said to Cracker Barrel. They never replied to me. I, I can't imagine why. I said to them, I said, just so you know, the facts below are nothing to celebrate or take pride in. Research by the Family Research Institute, FRI of Colorado, has discovered that the average lifespan of the male homosexual is only 39 years old. Where 80% of heterosexual men lived past 65. 80% lived past 65 at the time of this. Only 2% of homosexuals lived that long. The Bible's true. The Bible is true. The days of the wicked shall be shortened. Okay? That's straight from the Bible. Only 2% of homosexuals live to be 65, as shown in the accompanying chart. FRI found that sodomites were 116 times. That's not 116%. Times. That would be like 11,600% more apt to be murdered. Because you reap what you sow. Wickedness has a price. The way of the transgressors is hard. All this stuff confirms the Bible. 116 times more apt to be murdered. Sodomites. 24 times more apt to commit suicide. Oh, it's such a healthy, wonderful mental mindset. And lifestyle, only 24 more times times to commit suicide. That's only 2,400% more likely you're going to commit suicide. Transgenders are even way higher than that. And had tra traffic accident death rates 18 times the rate of comparably aged white males. Because you reap what you sow. You're reaping wickedness. You're sowing wickedness. And you're, you're reaping all this horrific stuff, shortened lifespans, diseases, all the stuff. Heart attacks, cancer, and liver failure were exceptionally common as well. 20% of lesbians died of murder, suicide, or accident at a rate, this is unbelievable, 487 times higher than that of white females in the same age group of 25 to 44. 400, that's 48,700%, guys. 48,700% of lesbians died of murder, suicide, or accident than the average white female aged between 25 and 44. No, there's nothing to any of the stuff that I talk about here. No, it just confirms the Bible. FRI details the disgusting and unsanitary sexual practices that contribute to this early death sentence. Also, the outing of the homosexual lifestyle in our culture has unleashed over 50 transmitted, sexually transmitted diseases, or ST, STDs. FDA statistics are as follows. Men who have had sex with men since 1977, <laughs> guaranteed the vast majority of them are dead, have an HIV prevalence 60 times higher than the general population. 
800 times higher than first-time blood donors and 8,000 times higher than repeat blood donors. And there's all the, the links with that. Next one, chicken sandwich chain Chick-fil-A has embraced the woke agenda. According to the statement at the chain's website, it has appointed Eric McReynolds to serve as vice president for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Modeling, he, and, this, and this devil says, modeling care for others starts in the restaurant. We are now committed to ensuring mutual respect, understanding, and dignity everywhere we do business. McReynolds is quoted saying, these tenants are good business practices and are crucial to fulfilling our corporate purposes. The restaurant's dedicated DEI page states, Chick-fil-A Inc.'s commitment to being better at together means embedding diversity, equity, and inclusion in everything we do. I just want you to be aware of these. These are supposedly Christian or very conservative restaurant chains. Okay, I'm going to have to stop here because I'm going to be, uh, I got to play a quick video here and I'm not going to be able to get all this in before I'm out of time. So uh, God bless you and we will see you in part two. We're going to button up the whole LGBTQ thing at the start of part two and then move into some other subjects. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.